Hi, this is Cynthia from What Career Do I Pick podcast. This is a place for you to hear about the different types of jobs that are out there with the hopes that you gain a little bit of clarity in terms of the type of career that you may want to follow. In this episode, we discuss data science with Dr. Shi Liang. Dr. Shi is the data science lead at Endeavor Group and she has over eight years of experience in data science and software engineering. At Endeavor Group, she successfully built a data science team from scratch and prior to Endeavor Group, she worked at McKinsey Company for four years leading advanced analytics projects in Australia, Japan, China and the US. In this episode, we talk about what data science is and the attributes of a great data scientist. If you're thinking of becoming a data scientist yourself or you just want to understand a little bit more about the world of data science, this episode will give you the sneak peek that you've been looking for. Without further ado, let's get started. Hi, Shi. Hello. So the first question that I had is in terms of, because I think data science being a really good, you know, hot topic, hot area for the past maybe five years or maybe even 10, and it's becoming more popular, more commonly known by people. But maybe I think most people wouldn't understand what data science actually is. They might have their own assumptions and misconceptions, or they might have their guesses, for example. So being very experienced in the data science field, um, what would, how would you explain what data science is? I think a data science is really just using some advanced analytics to solve business problem. And a data science means very different thing at a different time. So in the beginning, probably five or 10 years ago, is when people talk about data science, it's really um, probably some AI product. They are thinking about that's data science. And after people get hang of all different advanced analytics tools, like predictive algorithms, then people start to realize, okay, I can leverage data science to get some insights. Then now we start to have product that is data science and data empowered. So now the data science is really about data. So the science part actually missing. A lot of people become a data product with advanced analytics element in it. So it has changed a lot over time. So when we think about data science, the data is there, but maybe the science side of it is missing. What exactly, I guess, what would make it more what would make data science more holistic? What's missing in that science side of it? Actually, the science part is actually the good thing. Science uh, is always something you are doing your research. You don't know what to do with it. So you kind of think it is a science. You have to do a lot of research. Where after people have a little bit more understanding, it becomes a comorbidity and you use it day in, day out. It becomes engineered. Then it becomes something you very completely use. It's not a kind of rocket science anymore. It's really something data, you have very good tool to use it. So one thing I think data science eventually will not become something unique anymore. It become everyday tool that most of data analysts and even you know someone who don't have a lot of analyst skill will be able to completely use it. As long as you understand that you can you know piece all the Lego pieces together where in the past you have to build a chair with wood now you only go to Ikea, you know how chair look like, you just need to put them together. So that's how the data science change 
over time. So in the past, you really have to do research to know how the chair look like, and then you put them together. Now everyone knows what that about. Then you really just need to follow instruction and stitch all the pieces together. Now you have a chair.、Mm. So at some point, data science will become more accessible to even those that even those that have no idea what the mechanics behind data science works. Yeah, I think that will be the case. You probably at some stage. It is so accessible that people start to not aware of their such thing <laughs> anymore. Ah,、yeah. yeah. uh, yeah. So it becomes so normal, so so ingrained as part of their day to day, as part of their toolkit that you don't even sort of notice it's there anymore. Yeah, you you wouldn't say, "Oh, I can use PowerPoint." That's not like a skill. I can use Word. That's like nothing. I can use my laptop. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that that sounds great. I hope one day that um I I'm able to do that. Um, it will come very very soon. You'll be very very surprised how fast it is. Um, now everything is on cloud, so you have a lot of things that you can just、uh, select and use. Um, I don't think it will take too long for everyone start to use it like an app. Um, you have your phone. You just install it. When you use it, just click open. As simple as that. Because I sort of, if I think about work, I have access to what they call Google Cloud Platform. So it's like GCP, which is sort of gives me. I don't know exactly like how it works, but it gives me access to massive data sets across different systems, and I can almost you know pull these data and build pivot tables or tables. And do analysis myself. Would that be? Is that considered part of what data science is, or am I making it very simple in this example? There will be a big pipeline of data science.、Um, so a lot of people think data science means building a model, try to either predict something or test out what is the optimized way. Um, that's really limited on the scope of data science. From my point of view, data science is first to translate a business problem into an analytics pr- problem. Provided you actually understand what the problem is, or really challenge whether that's the right problem to solve, then it is to work out what data you need to collect, and then kind of really understand how you refine. And manipulate the data to a stage where you can really make sense of the data, and a lot of effort actually come into、uh, make sense of the data. As you can think of, you know, people probably just do some calculation: what's the distribution,、um, how many people spent, how much money. Where at the moment, that's how people are doing that. Where in very near future. All the basic data exploration will be pre-populated. For example, all the chart will be all pre-populated, which we are doing it right now. And then it is to do some feature engineering. What feature engineering means? You try to transform a data in a certain way so the machine can recognize. For example, you have your transaction history. Then, in order to make sense of usage to abstract, you calculate、uh, what's the total amount of money you spend in three months, in four months. So you just transform that that that、uh, information so the model can actually digest. Then the part is to build some、uh, advanced analytics model to predict something. Then towards the end you have to put back your insights. And most importantly nowadays, your 
piece of work will have to go on production. It have to automate and to make a decision. So the whole pipeline is a life cycle of data science um, work. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, most of the data science translate into product. Um, so our data science team is really product driven. So everything that we build uh, become a product. For example, we are doing personalization. We have personalization that automatically determine which email to send whom, with what product, at what time, and how often a week. Um, and we also other product like we have a markdown per product, which try to come up with the optimal discount um, over multiple weeks. So you can make sure you clear out the product you do not need. So mm-hmm. all of those things have advanced analytics behind it to try to make sense of logic to optimize certain business outcome. Um, that will say to just to have several examples to say how the life cycle of data science look like. Mm-hmm. It, for me, uh, at least in my team, it's a very product-driven culture. It's more of a product um, to us. So when we when we say product, are we does that refer to a specific action? So being able to produce a specific set of actions or decisions out of that data science work? Yes. Usually it is about a smart decision and this decision can be what I said as in what discount every week should have. So the customer will buy the most and then which email we should send out so people will click. So those are primarily determine, um, you know, what decision should be made automatically and smartly. So that's how data science play a role in decision making. Yeah, so powerful. I feel like it's, optimization on steroids so you yeah. can do everything a thousand times better it, it, well it, because inside the data science uh, you can simulate a lot of different outcome you can sell the simulate one million different outcome and then you just try to find the best one and then you know how to get there when in real life you cannot really test out more than five um, that's it then that's where the data science can give you a lot of efficiency in terms of find out the best decision well at least the suboptimal decision is already very good because you have efficiency you're more likely to be successful you do not have to get the best solution to get a lot of value out of it so getting decision fast with reasonably accuracy and um, um, with you know certain confidence, then you're pretty good a product there to help you make a decision. Yeah. Wow. No wonder people are investing in it. If if I imagine, let's say a person can do maybe ten different scenario analysis, but then a computer might be doing thousands and thousands within maybe a couple of hours or a couple of minutes. I don't know. Um, it's just like very quick. It is. If you think about, for example, our, our engine, it tried to make recommendation on which email are most effective, where if you're not having data science or advanced analytics, you will do some kind of A-B testing. You try to send a different email to see which one you click, where you have 2,000 different type of email, how you test it out. There's no easy way to do that. And if you really want to personalize, find out for each individual what which one you're going to be you know it more effective there's no way you can you you know within limited time you can do that um so that's why data science are very very powerful to make that happen amazing so uh, it would be good for us to maybe talk a little bit about your journey 
in the data science world. So up until today, like from I guess university days, uh, I noticed that you, 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 did you do computer science back in uni? Yes, uh, I did computer science. After that, um, I did a PhD in engineering and my major was computer science as well. Um, my work uh, was primarily around uh, try to make automated decision in terms of finding out where the breast cancer is in breast MRI medical images. The benefit of that is try to have a second pair of eyes for radiologists so that they do not overlook very small uh, lesions that, you know, too small, you do not know whether it's benign or malignant. So they will have a very cheap second pair of eye to help you out. And that was quite successful. I quite like it because it really helped people think about someone you know have cancer and uh, you have a tool to help them to identify that situation to have allow a time for early intervention. I felt that quite satisfying. <laughs> so like with computer science, a natural like pathway into data science, are they like almost like sister sciences or do you, because it sounds like there's a, already some analytics that you did when you were doing your PhD. So was there a good sort of natural transition into data science or was it already, or is it already part of data science in a way? Um, so if you are thinking of data science when you do undergrad, uh, it's probably more software engineering, it kind of computer science-ish, uh, where when you move to uh, post-grad, it's more likely you'll have some kind of artificial intelligence uh, components there. Uh, data science usually popular way to put that if you think of a band diagram is you have three components one is computer science one is mathematics and another one is domain knowledge so everything combined together is a data scientist so the people who have data computer science background um, naturally blend in a lot faster compared to someone from math background because the engineering side is a bit tricky. So if you do not have a data science background, but I see people from all different type background, but engineer background is most common. So when you were doing computer science, did you know that you wanted to get into data science later? Because I think you were a software engineer for five, six years. Uh, that sort of all different intern experience. I did my uni from, um, I think I finished my uni 2008 and did my um, postgrad until 2013. So I, I every summer I always took some internship. So you probably can see my linking all my self-engineering experience being several months because that's primarily done during summer. And when I was doing my postgrad, I probably spent two years or maybe one and a half just to do different interns. I spent several months in China, several months in Germany, several months in Japan, just to do all those sort of interesting things. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun when I did intern and it helped me to actually have a better understanding also have academia life as well. I think it helped me in my, in my career actually. After... I graduated, actually went to IBM Research, become a postdoc there. Um, but it didn't take too long for me to realize I'm never going to win Nobel Prize. <laughs> so I think that's not for me. Then I just start to look for, okay, if that's 
postdoc is not my thing or research is not my thing, what should I do? Then when I talk with one of my mentor, he said, oh, why don't you go um, data science, have a, have a try? Then I find a data science job. I think I liked it because you can really quickly to see the thing that you built can actually translate into business impact very quickly. Uh, where in the past, it was quite satisfying because I built something really help patient, uh, but it's a different experience where you can see the business value straight away and uh, the model you build or the work you have, a product you, uh, you designed can instantly uh, change company's revenue every single week. Um, and that also satisfying as well. That's where I really realized data science value. Then I spent four years um, at McKinsey Consulting Company where I really learned a lot um, as a data scientist and also met a lot of very talented colleagues as well. Um, after that, I joined Endeavor Drinks where this, this, this is where I'm working at at the moment. It's really amazing experience. The company is huge. I mean, in Australia standard, um, it recently demerged from OS. Uh, so everything is new. We build our own data platform, machine learning platform, feature store, and uh, I work with um, a um, very good consulting company on personalization as well. I joined in November. Um, now I built our data science team from scratch. As it is today, we have nine, what well, 11 data scientists. I just give two offer to two data scientists today. And I only have three data scientists to go by the end of the month. So I think we are small, but we grow really, really fast. I think by the end of the year, we might have at least 20 data scientists and machine learning engineers in my team. So it's very exciting to see the business impact we make. The personalization, uh, making at least 2% incremental sales. And we are $13 billion revenue company. So the business impact is huge. So I, I sense the responsibility and ownership and uh, uh, that makes me really happy. And I get a chance to grow uh, my team and nurture and create opportunity for them as well and create a space for them as well. So some of the data scientists, my team, he only joined three months now and make him uh, the data science tech lead. So it is also very rewarding to see my team grow as well. Congratulations on getting new team members. I know hiring can be hard. I invest a lot of time in hiring. On average, I probably took three interviews in the last one month. And uh, every day I check in with our HR, which is amazing. Katie, thank you very much to just uh, keep tracking on where we are, you know, how we talk with agents. So it's a lot of hard work there, but I think it's really good. I meet with those people understand what they're looking for and try to figure out a way who, how I can better place them in my team and make them successful. For some of the candidates, they really hungry for opportunity for growth and knowledge. I really like those candidates, although they probably haven't got most of the experience that I look for, but I can see their potential. I can see they will be very successful in my team. And one uh, question that I um, was wondering is, because I think um, there was a point where it was very, very hard to hire data scientists because there were just not many people who would understand this concept or do, they would have like the, the basic foundational skills in general. So is he still, and I think that's, that was, this is just my, my 
general understanding. That was one of the reasons why it became also very hot with some people in terms of like in the hot area because um, there was a lot of demand but not enough supply. So um, they were hiring quite. There were so many vacancies, really well paid positions as well. So is this still like a, I guess a, the data science field? Is this still like um, an area where there's huge demand and we are still sort of building a pipeline of potential, you know, from universities um, to fill this demand? It, it is still um, data scientists that are still in high demand, but we do have more supply. It just cannot keep pace with the demand. Now, I, I am looking for seven data scientists. I think I probably, there are 100 data scientists applied. It, it is a lot, but at the end, we probably only take seven. Um, so I would say the demand is there. Uh, supplies there but you know the the we have to find the right one to your know, team i'm responsible f- for their uh, success so i have to try my best to make sure i have the right people in my team it makes sense i remember talking to you before this catch up that uh, i think you're pretty selective which is awesome we want to have the right <laughs> people in the team <laughs> i just want to be fair to them so if they really want to have fun, have a really good environment to be successful in their career, I want to make sure people who are around with them are also very good so they can grow together. So it will be good to talk a little bit about maybe the day-to-day of a, of a data scientist. Um, understand that you're in um, you know, your data science lead, so you're not. I guess you're more on the management level. But if we focus on the data scientist in general as a role, what does the day-to-day might look like? So on the day-to-day basis, it really depends on the stage of data science. So it's a long cycle of data science. You usually have a discovery phase where you have data selection, data collection, verification, exploration, and they have built model and then measures the success. So you have to look at a full life cycle of a data science product there. Um, for most of data science, it have now you have a very wide spectrum of data science skills and it really depends on your spike so you might focus on different things for example in my team some data scientists really have strong engineering skills so they'd be responsible for productionize the the product the machine learning model some of them have really strong spike in strong spike in um, statistics then they will spend time to really understand why the model does not perform. So the revenue is going down and what has happened, why the model is not working. And then there are other tools have seen a lot of different use cases and then him or her just spend a lot of time design and translate into the business problem into analytics problem. So I wouldn't say there's a typical day per se, it's really depend on their spike or what they're interested in. Uh, what I, my responsibility is making sure they are working on things that they're interested in and there are opportunities for them to grow. And I guess what are the maybe tools that data scientists would typically use? And we, we don't have to necessarily talk about Endeavor. It's just maybe in general, what would be the key tools or maybe systems or programming language? I'm not sure if I'm going the right direction, but what are the key pieces or, you know, what, what's the toolkit? What does it look like? The toolkits, I think there are different toolkits. I think uh, 
the communication is one probably the important one uh, that I can uh, think of because the technical one is probably everyone will have it. What it will distinguish between different data scientists really is the business side, how to make things happen. Um, and communication is one side to make business things happen. Um, and in terms of technique side, uh, programming, uh, there are two main tools. One is Python, one things usually go to production and there are, those are usually used by people who from statistic background, they like using R, they do a lot of uh, research analysis, understand data. But when you think about the engineering side where it is a science product, people tend to use Python. Um, and in terms of platform, uh, now most of the company have some reasonable big data, then a cloud platform like JCP, uh, Amazon, Azure from Microsoft, they all tools people use a lot. And for big data, they are Spark. Um, this is a kind of parallel programming language they have to use. Um, and it, you also expect some of them really good at visualization and that include Power BI, Tableau, and some of them requires very sophisticated visualization. So you have a custom built um, Flask, which backed by um, Python. And um, I think good data scientists should be reasonably good at a presentation as well. And to really, really, really uh, tell and sell your idea is crucial that you make your business case to make an impact. So influence and business impact is what I think data science are most valuable at. Um, building model is okay, but we do not build it for fun. We build it for a purpose to make a change for the business impact in commercial setting. Yeah, because I guess it doesn't make sense if you're really good, like someone's really good at financial modeling, they're good at you know data mining or data analysis or predictive analytics, and then they, they've got this amazing idea, but they cannot convey this idea to business stakeholders in a way that where they will understand and therefore they can use this idea for some specific purpose. Uh, so I guess, yeah, communication will be a key part of their uh, skill set. So in, in like speaking of skill set, just wondering what would be like the main uh, skills uh, aside from, you know, communication, what would be the other main skills and attributes or, you know, general characteristics that we might expect of a good um, data scientist? I think it's a curiosity and a business acumen from my perspective, um, at least in the commercial world and not academia, is what make them more likely to be successful. Uh, the business acumen is so important because you should be solving the right problem. So you have to be really sensitive to what you're working on. And be curious is to be, you know, keep, keep, uh, keep up with what is happening around you. You have to be interested in new technology, uh, new algorithms, what is happening around you, new business problems, so I think curiosity and a strong business acumen is what makes some data scientists more likely to be more successful. And, and how about qualifications in general? Is there a preference to get someone that has a background in computer science or mathematics or statistics or even a PhD? I've heard that PhDs can be a, a actual requirement. So is there like an opportunity for people that who haven't done this to become data scientists? I think it, having a PhD background certainly help 
my team, most of them, well, actually everyone have data science of PhD, but I don't think it's necessary. It's good to have in the past when we do not have a lot of online course, then probably postgraduate study is where you learn machine learning. Now, machine learning is everywhere. You can take the course. So I don't think it's necessary. So I think still the curiosity and business acumen is what really distinguish normal data scientists and really good data scientists. From my limited <laughs> experience so far, I think that's what really differentiates between different team members. And you being someone who hires a lot of data scientists, I guess from your perspective, you know, when you're interviewing people to fill data scientist roles, what would stand out in a candidate when you're considering whether to hire someone or not? So I think it really depends on what you are looking for at that time. For example, now when I'm hiring, I certainly are trying to hire for some existing projects and I have to make sure the skill set, the, the, the experience actually meets the expectation. I can see he or she will not struggle once joined and I have to be able to kind of kind of relatively sense check the potential as well. There are a lot of things that is new and we're working on a very complicated problem. And I have to say this individual is very eager to learn not only the data science piece and very importantly, the domain knowledge. So you have to be really curious and have the ownership of your work to be able to be successful. I think those two probably it's a baseline that everyone um, should have. And then the next one is how uh, you differentiate yourself from others. For example, that could be in the last several years, I can see your trajectory of learning new things. Uh, data science adapt very quickly. Are you doing the same thing over and over again? Are you using the same tool? Are you keeping pace of what is happening? So what you did in the past pretty much predict what I'm going to do later. So if you have a tracking record of keep pace with what is happening, be curious about uh, new technology, then it will help you. And it be able to communicate, articulate what have done, what business value you have brought to a company. That's also very important because in order for you to work well um, in a project, you have to be able to talk with different people to sell your idea and your work. If you're not able to do that, obviously, you probably won't uh, find a lot of interest things mm. to work um, in the team. Just to close the episode, the last question that I have for you is, I guess, for uh, young professionals, grads, young people who are looking to build a successful career, uh, what would be maybe a key piece of advice that you would uh, give to them? I think be curious and look for an opportunity will help you grow. Find a right platform. If you cannot get into a company, but take as much opportunity as possible to stay close to data science. However, if you do have choice to you know, go to different companies, choose the right platform in a strong data science team that you can learn as much as possible. So it sounds like it's, you know, be proactive, be curious, go for the opportunities. It is. I think a curiosity is definitely one of very important <laughs> thing for data science to be continuously be successful. Okay, great. Um, thank you, Dr. Shi. <laughs> thank you. Why well, is it so odd someone called me that? It has been years. <laughs> thank you so much uh have a great weekend and uh, we'll be in touch offline 
Thank you for having me. Have a good weekend. Bye. So that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and or the YouTube channel for new episodes. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, bye.